and I hope you like the show. Wow, yeah. Ooh, welcome to another episode of what's it called? Sweet gravy. Sweet podcast. gravy. Oh man, super excited about that. We got one more in. Ooh. Angelo Moore's got a documentary out about him. Mm-hmm. Oh, forevermore the Angelo Moore project. <sighs> Have you watched it? No. Um, you. It's at a digital movie festival right now. A digital movie festival. Yeah, digital movie festival. So you go there and you, you, you pay for your ticket, and then you can watch all the movies at this festival. And I haven't done it yet. That's a. Uh odd thing isn't it well i mean that's the way it is now yeah but don't call it a digital movie festival why not what are you supposed to call it just movies just movies yeah it's just movies online yeah i mean netflix is a digital movie festival technically oh man it is (laughs) netflix is a digital movie festival Mm -hmm. digital show festival yeah they got so much stuff on there carmen I know you're watching this new show called The Circle. The Circle, yeah, the social media competition, Carmen. Ugh. Oh man, uh, yeah, it's these people. They're in a room, they're all by themselves, and every day, um, well, they make a an online profile, mm-hmm. and they can either be themselves or they can be whoever they want. And uh, so there's some catfish in there. What is the goal? To win. Yeah, how do you what's the goal? To be the realest person? Well, no, you don't have to be real because there's the catfish in there. So what it is is there's eight people in the competition, right? Mm-hmm. The show starts off with eight people. Uh and then every day, you know, like every episode, but it's a day, takes place in a day. Um at the end of the day, uh you vote for who your favorite person is or who you feel like should be. They call them influencers. Mm-hmm. But those influencers decide to kick out or block. You know, like, you've been blocked. Mm-hmm. Is whenever they get kicked off the show. Um, the two influencers decide who to block or kick off the show. Mm-hmm. And then, so at the end of the episode... Um, that person leaves, and then the next episode, a new person shows up, takes their place. So there's eight people in the show, and they're just constantly uh, trying to be likable and friendly and social media presence, you know, mm-hmm. trying to be the popular people. Mm-hmm. And the first season, it was like all like the real people, except for one guy. One guy was a catfish. He was playing his no, girlfriend. No, two guys were a catfish. No, at the at the end. Oh, gotcha. The five people that made it to the end. Um, but they were like the real folks, you know? So mm-hmm. it kind of, that season showed that it's it kind of pays to be you, be genuine, be who you are. Yeah. Right. What did you say? Um, you were telling me about uh, the episode where that guy was pretending to be Rebecca mm-hmm. and he was talking about uh, his period. Oh, uh, so it was in a girl's chat. So they make a, a chat and it's all the girls are talking to each other. My girl's like, oh, I'm on my period right now, blah, blah, blah. And the guy was like, oh, 
what? I didn't know that girls talk like this. And then she's, he says, uh, he said, yeah. <laughs> what you think we talk like? <laughs> he said, yeah, I hate it when, you know, pretty much what happens to me is my left side hurts. And they were like, <laughs> all of them were like, that's never happened to me before. They're like, that's weird. <laughs> like, and they're like, huh? And then at the end, he was like, whatever, Mother Nature came into the topic. And then the girl was like, oh, you mean the period talk? Mm -hmm. It was like, oh, man, we thought that was weird. Mm -hmm. You're talking about your left side hurting? Mm -hmm. Nobody ever heard of that before? Mm -mm. Boys don't know. Well, if you are with, with a girl, which I'm pretty sure he was um, yeah. not with a girl. No, he said he was playing uh, his, the Rebecca was his girlfriend. Right, yeah. uh, those were her pictures, but who knows? You know, I doubt it. You, you don't think he has a no? I, really? I think that uh, he was into guys, but um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's one of those things where I feel like if you in a relationship, if you're a guy in a relationship with a girl, and you guys live together. All you have to do is pay attention to what she mm -hmm. tells you and don't blow it off. Like, oh my gosh, that time a month again, she's been yeah. a fucking drama queen. Like, if you listen. You understand girls' periods. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, he probably has sisters around him or cousins or anybody. And mm. when they they mentioned it before, and he just didn't pay attention to it. I don't mm. want to hear that shit. Mm -mm. I don't want but it. But if he had listened, it would have prepared him for He would have been able to fake being a woman just that he, much better. He would have been able to at least be like, okay, I understand what happens right. when girls come on their period. Uh -huh. But guys don't typically listen to that shit. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm bloated. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> mm. You know, it's like all I see is, you know, you're angry at me for some reason. You know? <laughs> I don't get angry. You gotta relax. <laughs> not not you, but some people <laughs> It it definitely depends. Like when I'm at work, I work in a kitchen and it'll be those days where it's like a heavy period and then you get busy. You get busy, you can't leave. Right. So you're just moving. You gotta, you gotta cook them steaks. Right. You can't leave. Huh? So you're just moving around, and you have all this shit in your underwear, Ooh. moving around. And what, what are you supposed to do? And you can feel everything gets moist and wet down there. Ooh. If you got on a tampon, by that point, it's been seeped out of the tampon because it's so oh, much in See, your I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> you see? Oh my god! It's a lot. It's so gross. Think about that. Women at work. The work I do mm -hmm. is like running a marathon every day. Right. So it's a. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot. But whenever I go to, if I was to ever, which this has never happened because I think that people do not want to deal with this, especially guys. Um, if I was to go to the bathroom and someone say, where you been? Mm -hmm. I was changing my fucking tampon. Is that okay with you? Uh -huh. And then they like, that's just fine, girl. Let yeah. me <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> what do you say to that? Whoops. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Also, on the Netflix, Carmen, last night I watched this movie. I watched the movie last night. Oh, that's it? You don't want to talk about that no more? Huh? You done with that? No, we're just moving on to the next topic. <laughs> huh? We were trying to, we said we were going to be kind of breezy today. Craig got a little uncomfortable. Huh? You get a little uncomfortable? No, I just didn't want it to, you know, mellow down. So, yeah, <laughs> leaving periods behind us. <laughs> <laughs> like at the end of a sentence. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, 
watched this movie on the Netflix last night whenever you're at work. It's called Synchronic. It's actually number one on the Netflix rankings right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um, pretty interesting movie about uh, about this uh, drug that um, has people travel through time. Yeah. And it, uh, it has uh, Anthony Mackie in it. I yeah. see I, the movie came out. I've been waiting for this movie to to watch it for a while, right? But I didn't want to watch it Friday because I watched Win- Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. And then I didn't want you to see me watch another Anthony Mackie movie like right after. Yeah. But I've been actually waiting for this movie because uh it's made by these two directors uh Moorhead and Benson. Mhm. Oh, Carmen. Carmen. They've been making a film series like since 2012. Mm-hmm. And this is the fourth movie in it. Like they're all connected, but they're not like actually sequels. Like if you watch a movie called Resolution, that's the first movie they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you watch The Endless, though that's kind of a sequel, but more of an expansion on yeah. Resolution. And then Spring, <sighs> kind of, it's, it's a little bit, that's the second movie that they've done. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of separates from the other, but this synchronic, like I'm watching it, and then they connect with those movies also, and I'm just watching it, and I was like, like there it is, that's the connection. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like a full blown sequel, like it's not, you know, but they're they are connected. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh man, I was I was super excited about that. That's awesome. Do you? Who else do you know like movies like that? What do you mean? Who else do you know? Like, who could be a movie buddy that can watch that with you? None. Nobody. Nobody? <laughs> nobody can be. Huh? Not that one? No. Barnsley and I, we, we watch movies and we text at the same time. Yeah. Like, we watched uh, God's Pocket with Philip Simo Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we started it at the same time. We're texting as we watch it, you know? Like, funny mm-hmm. things. Um, yeah. And we did that also with... Uh, uh, people under the stairs. You mm-hmm. like that movie? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> we did it with people under the stairs. The Which next one is that one when all the, the kids are monsters and creepy? Uh, the kids go into the neighbor's house, and like there's a, and there's like a little girl in there. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I just can't remember it. But Vin I've Rames, seen it. he tried. They try to steal something from a house and they get stuck in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And uh, <laughs> so I, I think uh, Barnsley and I are planning to do it again. Probably executive decision, I think, is going to be the next one we do. Yeah. <laughs> what? I bet you other people want to be in on that. Huh, maybe. Maybe they do. Um, but, yeah, you know, I don't – nobody here I could – That's uh, it. Well, it's one of those things where you have to line up your schedules with other people to sit down and watch right. a movie at, at one time. That's very difficult to do. Right. Yeah. But I would suggest that if you watched Synchronic, Carmen, and you enjoyed it, and you're like, wow, that's weird, and you want some of the same stuff, you got to go see those other movies. Resolution, Spring, and The Endless. You got to. I think The Endless might even be on Netflix. I don't watch I don't movies, though. That's the only thing. I'm not I'm a just movie. saying for the people that do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you got to check it out. If you enjoy it, and then you find out that they're all connected like that, 
Ooh. It's so weird because you're so smart and you know all these different things about movies and music and all these things. And I am extremely basic and simple when it comes to those selections for TV. I just watch my little reality shows. Yeah, you like challenge. It's so good. It's the best show. Oh, my God. So good. It drives me crazy. We're (laughs) we're watching the... um, we got uh, Paramount Plus right now because you like mm-hmm. to watch Ink Master. It's something that we can kind of agree on. And on the Paramount Plus, all the Mission Impossible movies are on there. Mm-hmm. And you watch them all again, right? Huh? Watch- I watched the third one the other day. <laughs> and it's so funny because, you know, you get the thing and they say, they say, your mission, should you choose to accept it? Right, mm-hmm. like they're not being ordered to do the mission. That's always the thing. Like they'll they'll like like in this in the third one, he had like a camera and he's like, look, it's a disposable Kodak camera. Remember mm-hmm. those? And uh, of course I do. <laughs> he's looking through it and it's playing a video in there, and it says, "Your mission should you choose to accept it." But what if there's like one guy and like he's like the best like MI agent, you know? Mm-hmm. But he doesn't do any missions. Mm-hmm. He's like, nah, I don't really feel like it. I don't want to accept that one. Like, man, why, how many, you know, if you're an Uber driver, (laughs) you know, if you're an Uber driver and you, like, don't do any rides, you don't drive anybody, you know, they'll, like, dock you. They'll, like, quit giving you rides. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. When, when do they stop giving you missions, you know? (laughs) They kill kill you and get you You out of there. You know too much fucking shit and you ain't taking missions no more, something fishy. I don't know. I would, they, they get the option. They said you're... Your mission, should you choose to accept it? I don't think you have the option to or not. Huh? You think that the, they're just being nice? Nice? By yeah. say, they're making you think that you have the option? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Yep, that's typically how it works. Uh, but, yeah, I think that I think that is cool that we can come together on some shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always have one in the bag that we watch together after the tattoo show we'll move on to something else Mm -hmm. and i'm trying to think of what's the next one gonna be maybe if they have another celebrity big brother we can watch that Uh, i don't know i don't think they will top chef right now is on Mm -hmm. that's a good one we could always watch that and i'm watching snowfall right now i love that it's a good show it's a good show but it's one of the it's a it's a good show because it's relatable. Mm-hmm. The things that happens on the show are things that I have stories I've heard and things that I've seen mm-hmm. growing up my mm-hmm. entire life. So it is relatable in that way. Like stories I've heard about like the straight A student about to go to Harvard and then she tried crack for the first time and mm-hmm. now she just strung out on the street. Right. Like that was stories in the eighties that people would tell all the time. Mm-hmm. So the that's why the show is relatable. They didn't go too far off the path to for T V. They kinda kept it like this is what happened in the eighties. Right. Well I think Walter Mosley you know, wrote on that show for a while, or he helped produce it or something. I know he's in the writer room for a minute, mm-hmm. and you know he's he's the guy <laughs> behind all the Easy Rollins mm-hmm. books. There's like in that series alone, there's like twenty books 
mm-hmm. you know, and it uh, takes this character Easy Rollins from um, him being a young guy in his twenties to him being an old man. Yeah, you know. So, I, like you, that's pretty interesting. I like books like that that uh-huh. tell a story like that. And like, so each book it takes place in a certain time. Yeah. He's like a he's like a private eye, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, each one's like a little case that's you know taken taken yeah, shape. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them have uh, colors in their colors colors in their uh, title, like uh, uh, the white butterfly, uh, devil in a blue dress. Yeah. Uh, uh, not the scarlet letter, but like the red letter or something. Mm-hmm. Cinnamon kiss. Mm-hmm. Is that one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it is. <laughs> is cinnamon a color? Yeah. Yeah. Be like, you got that cinnamon skin. Brown? People say that brown. No one says cinnamon. People say caramel. <laughs> I knew. A, I knew a girl. She was uh, working for the. Uh, she was a she was a black lady and she was working for the census mm-hmm. girl and she was out it was summertime and she didn't have a car so she had to walk everywhere and she's like i people she said that she was walking down the street and somebody said hey hey black <laughs> you know the when it said hey black and she's like typically i get called like chocolate or something but this guy called me black what do you think about that like it kind of because she was out in the sun she was getting tan you know i know but it's one of those things where like you have to have an understanding with that person before you just shout out black Uh uh-huh i have at least four friends that i call black Uh uh-huh that's their nickname right it's established that this is what we call you Uh uh-huh it's not just like a regular dark skinned person on the street. You're like, hey, black. Like, no, they might not go by that. Yeah. So they might be offended by that. Right. But I do have friends. Typically, um, if you're really dark, your nickname will be black. Uh-huh. If you like super black, it, your nickname is black. Right. That takes away all the embarrassment. You don't have to be embarrassed. Your name is black. So mm-hmm. people already know what to expect before you, you know what I mean? It's right. none of that weird. It kind of takes the power back uh-huh. a little bit because um, most really dark-skinned people are not very attractive. What? No, you have to, like, you got to have the right features to pull off skin that dark. Uh-huh. If you don't, everything will fade into the darkness and you won't see anything. Y- you watched this interview, um, which was it on Vlad TV? Yeah. With a rap man? And he yeah. he said he didn't want to be with a dark lady because he's dark and he doesn't want a dark baby. Yeah. But he was really, 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 he was like, he was dark, 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 dark. Mm-hmm. I understand where he's coming from. He's like, I already know what I had to go through. Right. I don't want no black ass baby. Uh-huh. And it was like, oh my God, like people was like, he's stupid, but... What people are not realizing is, yes, do you know what he fucking went through growing up? Right. And he doesn't want his child to go through that. Mm-hmm. I understand 100%. It's easy for people who don't have to walk in those shoes every day because it's not normal to be that that fucking dark. That's not something you see every single day. You see uh-huh. multiple skin tones when you're walking around. Right. But whenever you see somebody that dark, you're like, ugh. Like, you shocked every single every single time I see somebody that dark. Uh-huh. It's not that I'm shocked, but it's very noticeable. Right. My eyes go like, what? 
that's really dark. Like, you notice it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like uh, most people don't walk in his shoes, so they can't really have an opinion right. about it. And and also, they they don't walk in his shoes. They don't know what he's dealt with. Uh, but they have their their opinions on it. They're like, it's how dare you? the whole how, racist, how, colors how thing. How dare shit. you think that? You know, how dare you think that way? You know, I'm the kid every, in school that people call burnt every <laughs> fucking day. Like, like everybody's beautiful in their own way, and he's like, no, no. that's not what I experienced. It's you know? not. <laughs> it's not. I've seen it. Right. I've seen dark skins in in school. Mm-hmm. Like I talk about Brandon Fry all the time. They he was so dark. And, like, I remember I talked to my boy, Troy, mm-hmm. and he was like, damn, he was so fucking dark. Like, right. this kid got, he had a, he was such a sweet kid, you felt bad talking about him. Mm-hmm. Like, he wouldn't argue back. He'd just be like, whatever. So you kind of felt like a bully. Like, you want somebody to put up a little bit of a fight, at least say something. Uh, like, <laughs> you, hey, you're really making me feel bad because you don't talk back to me. When I'm calling uh. your name. <laughs> but it's true. Like, eventually it's kind of like. He's so sweet. He'll give you a piece of paper. He'll give you a pencil. Like, mm-hmm. probably don't need to. But people still did it. Right. People called him burnt and black ass and burnt fry and, like, all mm-hmm. tight. He got. He had it so bad. And that's what that kid was saying on Vlad TV. Right. Like, no, I went through this, and I don't want to have a kid and put my kid through that. Mm-hmm. And I agree with him. Right. <laughs> I just think that times are sensitive right now So people are looking at what he said on the surface And not actually getting into What did he go What did he grow up with mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't that crazy Yeah It's a weird thing Nobody think about that mm-hmm. That's why like yeah He can't call that girl black Mm-hmm. And you don't want people to call you mocha either. No mocha? No, that's dark too. That's too dark? Yeah. Because mocha is chocolate in coffee? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, don't, you don't need the, the mocha reference either. Mm-hmm. Look oh, here, I'm mocha. mocha. Like, oh, that means you just proud. Like, uh-huh. you can embrace it. Right. <laughs> oh, man. I'm I'm super excited. You bring up, oh, you bring up the, the mochas, Carmen. Oh yeah. You bring you're up co- the mocha. You're a coffee guy. I got coffee on the way. It's supposed to be an amazing coffee. Um it's called Bones. Bones brand coffee. Mm-hmm. Um a buddy of mine, uh keep Zach's brother, he keeps posting pictures of these these bags of coffee. And the designs look pretty cool, you know, like they got that. that you're basically buying the coffee. Yeah. You know, like, like not, you're not, yeah, you're buying the coffee, but you're buying like the artwork. It mm-hmm. catches your eye and you're like, you're, you're intrigued by it because it's like skeletons and stuff. And yeah, but what then, do you do with the bag? Put it in the frame and keep it or throw it in the garbage? Yeah, you throw it in the garbage. Oh, awesome. Well, well, well let, let me get, get to where we're going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? So, um, uh, the, so I got this, I, an ad showed up, and it, it said Army of Dark Chocolate. And one of my favorite movies is Army of Darkness. Mm-hmm. And they made that, the the artwork for that bag in the like of the movie poster, Army of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it looks so good. It looks so, oh, I was like, oh, I got to get, went on there. I bought, <sighs> I bought $80 worth of stuff from them, Carmen. Mm-hmm. I bought a T-shirt, the, the the Army of Dark Chocolate Coffee T-shirt. 
Oh man, I've got I've got seven pounds of coffee on the way. Mm-hmm. Something crazy. Um, one, two, three, four, five. I got six bags. Yeah, so not yeah. quite seven pounds, but ugh, I got a lot of coffee coming, Carmen. Yeah, you better get ready for it. You're gonna become a coffee girl. No, the coffee's for you. I'm not a coffee person. And it's supposed to show up today. I didn't have any coffee. And you went and got coffee. So I went and I got coffee from our local. Uh, Did you get a bag? Yeah. So you got a bag of coffee and you got six right. pounds of coffee coming. Right. You out of control. I'm out of control, Carmen. I can't but, help it. But at the same time, um, I'm okay that you bought that coffee mm-hmm. because I hate when I have to go get coffee for you. Uh-huh. I hate it. Because you don't know what you're getting. First off, I don't understand why a bag of coffee costs twenty dollars. Huh? Say twenty two dollars. I'm like twenty two dollars. Now you know you can go get the the Folgers uh-huh. for five ninety nine. Yeah, you can. And then you go in there for this fucking Ethiopian blend coffee, and they're like, "Oh, it's on sale today, twenty two dollars." Like, bitch, <laughs> no, that ain't no motherfucking sale. It was not twenty two dollars. It's up You're there crazy. in price. Uh-huh. Like, oh, it's on sale today for twenty two dollars. Yeah. Like, oh, twenty two dollars for a fucking bag of coffee. Yeah, for a bag of coffee. Like, I you can't grind rap. yourself. You put it in perspective a little bit. You were like, "Well, you went to Seven Eleven and got some snacks, and you spent that much, right?" Or you bought cigarettes and yeah. a couple snacks, and you spent that much, right? Yeah, but I got cigarettes and multiple snacks. So when right. I come home, I have seven items for twenty three dollars, and I have coffee for seven days. I just don't get uh, it. Yeah. I understand. Well, it's not like that is a lot of money, but I just be in that <laughs> store like, what the fuck is going on? Well, um, so yeah, coffee's on the way. I got the coffee. Uh, local spot, coffee by design, right? Mm-hmm. And it's funny because, uh, you know, CBD's becoming like a- Big thing right Like a now. big thing, you know? Oh, yeah. We should have gotten a business early. Oh, man. I don't understand it, though. Well, you know, it's supposed to help with inflation and just kind of uh, inflammation. inflammation. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just supposed to make you feel good. Light, yeah. a, a light, light, you know, just make you feel good, right? That's what people say. Well, I had some before. I don't do nothing. No? Well, what they say is you got you to gotta fill yourself up. Well, I go down to Coffee by Design and I, I see a bag there, and it says the CBD blend, you know? Did you get that? And I'm drinking this this coffee, and I'm like, man, it's not really making me feel that, you know? Like, I'm just, I'm, I, I imagine you're supposed to, you know, feel better, you know? I, what do I, you think? You're supposed to feel high? Well, no, not high, but, like, you know, um, uh, you know, I get my shoulder pains. Mm-hmm. I figured it would not a little alleviate that, you know, get you to sleep a little bit better. But then I was looking at this bag and I realized that the CBD blend is coffee by design blend. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Carmen, <laughs> I, I, it is nothing CBD. It's coffee by design. Oh, something the 17-year-old oh, child just made in the bag real quick. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> Something that the kid in the back just put together real right. quick, and they're like, "This the CBD blend." Yeah, this is a CBD blend. Yeah, yeah, because it's like a, a special, uh, you know, it was uh, like midnight jazz or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, great flavor from Coffee by Design, the midnight jazz. Yeah. Ooh, 
or Jazzy Java. That's a good one too. Oh man. Oh oh, back to the the coffee bags. So on the inside of these coffee by design bags, they've got like these like this cool like artwork. It's like a collage of faces and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's brewed. It's not brewed. You don't you brew coffee, but it's uh, beaned. Beaned, yeah. <laughs> it's beaned right down the street. They roast it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the word I'm looking for. They roast it. It's roasted right down the street from where we live, right? And uh, they've got these cool bags. And I was like, I really like the inside design of these bags, right? Well, I actually kept like the bag, the first bag of coffee by design that I got, right? Mm-hmm. Because I like the cool design on the inside. Mm-hmm. But there was one there and then I emptied out another bag and that one's there too. So yeah, I'm, I'm hoarding these coffee bags, Carmen. I'm going to throw them away. <laughs> I'm, gonna get them right I'm going garbage. crazy, Carmen. Uh, yeah, that's funny. Um, so you know that I'm in this class right now with, um, the hospitality management degree. So one of my classes is hotel, hotel and lodging. And we've been doing these field trips. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went to uh, the Sheridan in Portland, Maine, South Portland, Maine recently. Beautiful property, really nice place. And they're having a problem that everyone else is having right now. Staffing? They cannot staff the place. And Mm -hmm. I was, I felt sad for these people. They were begging us to please come help us out. And Mm -hmm. no one wanted to help. Everyone was like, hell no. You have this large-ass property, and you got two people back there? You want mm-hmm. me to be the third? That's crazy. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Will not be doing yeah. <laughs> This girl was like, I scoop ice cream. I'm okay with that. Right. Like, ah, <laughs> I don't want to get – she's like, I don't want to get into the hospitality industry quite yet. Mm-hmm. Not till you guys get y'all shit together. Yeah. Well, you know, I was working at a hotel when, you know, last year when everything got crazy, and – it was like, when did everything shut down? March? Um, the end of February. End of February, yeah. early March? Yep. Well, it was like just one day. Just like all of a sudden, one day, everything was shut down. The The kitchen had one person that would work in the morning, one that would work at night, you know, doing like room service and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, all those people... Went without a job. So I think that there's a lot of animosity. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. After that, that you, people were shown how disposable they were, you know? Yeah. But everybody had to get rid of people. Right. And it wasn't even that you're disposable or not. It was like at one point, everything shut down and no one had a job mm-hmm. for a couple of weeks. Right. And then they figured out like, okay, we're going to let these. So then people open and then they only let like, like in the kitchen, the chef and the sous chef come back. That's mm-hmm. it. Right. Everybody else didn't. So I I think you're absolutely right. The disposable part, because I think a lot of businesses took that opportunity to dispose of a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, kind of clean house. And to clean house. We've and got a lot this of, opportunity to get a kind of a fresh start. Yep. All these negative Nancys here. Uh, we made some mistakes, and this is our chance to fix our mistakes. Right. And whatever mistakes can be fixed, staffing is a big one. So... Let's clean house and get some new people in here. That's right. I, I think that uh, the way that things are right now with no one being able to find workers, I think you're right. I think there's a lot of resentment mm-hmm. because of that. Right. 
I know the place that I was at uh, before uh, the hotel I'm in right now, they got rid of people two weeks before Christmas. Right. And didn't tell them until the day that the morning they were fired. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, you work at nine at eight o'clock. It was like, hey, just so you know. You don't need to come in. You don't need to come in no more. We're just laying you off. We're going to bring you back, though. So hold on. Right. Two weeks before fucking Christmas, but you knew a month before that they were going to be laid off. Right. They could have been getting unemployment, had a paperwork in, but you waited because of that corporate bullshit. Like, if we tell them in two weeks they're fired, they're going to steal. Like, what do you Mm -hmm. think they're going to fucking do? Right. They're going to steal or they're just going to walk out anyway. Or they're going to walk out anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at least on your side, you have the dignity of knowing that you didn't fuck people over like that. And most of these people wouldn't have left like that. They would have took what they could get. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have just left. But it is. So I know a lot of people are upset. Uh, and right now we are paying for it because we're still at work and we're doing all these extra tasks now. Mm-hmm. Like at that hotel I was at, the chef was like, I had to go clean rooms. What? Yeah. I quit. How yeah. about that? <laughs> I have to go clean rooms, turn beds, and, and all that business. And they put me in the laundry room. Not me, but. Oh, yeah, you did. You had to do extra stuff, too. Is yeah. Taking out garbage and things that you the houseman typically does, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they got rid of houseman. Yeah, I think the houseman is an important role. Mm-hmm. We have uh, a houseman at our job. She's a woman. And she's really nice. We make her food at the end of the shift sometimes. What do you make her? Anything. Huh? Like uh She a big girl. I give her vegetables. What? <laughs> say that. <laughs> you can't say that. She's a big girl. She give her vegetables. <laughs> oh, man. That's not very nice. No, sometimes we'll leave her like some muffins or bread or Muffins. Fruit. Or something, something easy for mm-hmm. her to, her to get. She knows where the coffee and a tea and a water and all that stuff is. She has right. access to that stuff. So, um, really sweet lady, and she's there to like four in the morning, mm-hmm. doing that type of stuff. And then I guess the morning person comes in at like six, right? And then it all starts over. Oh. And she's like, "Well, my shift just start." I'm like, "Damn, girl, I feel bad for you. <laughs> We're about to leave. Your shift just starting." Uh huh. Like, mm mm. I'm like, uh-uh. No, but I mean, some people like those type of jobs. Right. Like for a mother who has kids at home that's stuck at home right now because of the fucking pandemic and the school system being fucked up, mm-hmm. working nights might be how she can make her money and take care of her kids and help them with school and shit. Right. So, I don't know if I want to have kids, Kirk. Huh? No, I feel like it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. Just one child is Just a lot. Just one child. And then uh, a lot of people say the sleeping, you know, you don't sleep. You don't sleep. The kid's always doing something. You know? I don't sleep enough now. Uh, yeah, you <laughs> sleep more than enough. Let's, <laughs> let's get this 100% clear. I don't get enough sleep, Kurt. You get more than enough sleep. <laughs> I can't believe how much sleep you get. I call you on my break and you're like, oh, I'm just waking up. I'm like, what? And then I call you on my lunch break and then I'm like, what are you doing? You're like, oh, I'm just waking up. <laughs> I fell back asleep. <laughs> uh-huh. No, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, I get it. You know, um, when you work later in the day, you have the opportunity to sleep. I got to get up, though. I got to get up and start doing stuff. Like today. I do do stuff, but sometimes I sleep. Today I went to, I had to get up and go get that coffee because I just needed to, I didn't really need to get the coffee because that coffee should be here today. Yeah. Um, 
But I just wanted to get out of the house, go for a walk. Mm-hmm. You know? Stretch my legs a little bit. I should have went with you, but I ordered food. Uh-huh. And um, so when I order on DoorDash, typically the food is here way quicker than to dine in. Right. I'm going to fucking boycott to dine in. They horrible. <laughs> no more to dine in. No uh, hour more in, to dine hour in. Hour and 45 no minutes. No more to dine in. Huh? Hour and 45 minutes. What? Versus 26 minutes from fucking oh. DoorDash. Y'all horrible. And it's too many services. <laughs> that's not the right. Is that, which, that's the one I'm looking for. Yeah. It's too many services <laughs> out there. Like you can't be that uh inefficient when it's so many other services that do it better than you do. Uh-huh. Like that's how you go bankrupt. That's how shit happened. Right. You know who going bankrupt right now? They're not going bankrupt cuz they one of the biggest uh chain one of the biggest franchises who in the it? world. Subway. Subway. They down millions of dollars, and restaurants are shutting all over the damn country. Because they got the five, five dollar, five dollar foot long. They should probably. They bring don't that. do that anymore. I know. Um, and, and then just, they would have like the five dollar foot long of the day. So you had like the five sandwiches that were like the five dollar foot long, and then and then they had the the one that was like a specialty of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, like Thursdays. Italian Italian BMT day, mm-hmm. you know, five dollar foot long. Oh man, I wouldn't give for some Subway, but you know, there's two right down here. I think what they're well, both closed. And then also the one by the grocery store, which are all three of them were all in, three, yep. in walking distance, and all, all three gone, are closed here. Yep. Yeah. And I saw the decline of uh, we saw the decline of two of them. I mean, the one. On a uh, Congress Street, on the main street, right there. I mm-hmm. think they they had a lot more business than the other ones. So yeah. I don't know what the, why that decision was made, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, the thing is, like with Subway, it's a franchise that people can. I think it's a fairly cheap franchise yeah. that people could get into. You know, you had the name, and I, they flooded the market with it a little bit. Too much. They Subway. did, and they were they didn't have workers at either one of the places here. You mm-hmm. remember that that mean lady was working, mm-hmm. and she was by herself doing all of it by herself. By the grocery store one. Yeah, yeah. That that mean old lady. She'd be yeah. like, I'd be like, you got coffee here next, and she'd be like, next. What do you want? And she was training that other dude, and she's like, switch the bread over. Yeah, man, she was meanie. That's what I'm saying. But like, look how long she was doing it by herself. Yeah. Then she finally got a guy to train, and then you didn't see him no more. Yeah. He probably was like, "Fuck this bitch." Yeah, right. Then she was back by herself again. The other one downtown, they were barely hanging on. Like some days they wouldn't even open. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you guys are supposed to open at eleven o'clock every day. The one by just, Rosie's. Yeah, and they yeah. just be like, "Well, today, um." The guy that's supposed to open just didn't show he up. Didn't so show I up. guess we're just not opening today. So it's like, y'all not. <laughs> yeah. Also, the, like, the thing is, I talk to Will about this all the time, is that there's no, like, there's not a lot of chains da- in our downtown area. Yeah. In downtown Portland, Maine. Um, it's all, like, local businesses, you know? Yeah. And so why would I go to Subway when... Duck fat is like right, right down the street a little bit. Yeah, you know I can get a sandwich or Amato's. I think because uh, Subway is something that is universal that you already kind of know what you want when you go in right. there. It's just easy. It's easy. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't see where 
from what I've seen from the subways around, it, the problem wasn't the shortage of customers. It was a shortage of workers. And whoever the individual owners were, mm-hmm. what they were doing with their finances. Right. It didn't seem like, like even the one down by Rosie's, always packed. Mm-hmm. Like, lunchtime come, it's a line out the fucking door. Really? But they don't got enough people to even do that. Not the- enough people. You need somebody working the register, two people making yeah. sandwiches. Yep, and you ain't got enough people to get those people out there. And mm-hmm. with COVID, people are not trying to. It's people are not trying to stand in a fucking subway with thirty other people to get a sandwich right now. Right. So if you've got enough people to get these people out the door, you keep that customer flow going. Yeah, but to be honest, it's hard making sandwiches. You know. I guess. Yeah. I work with this guy right now, and I was like. It was like, are Subway people sandwich artists or are they just uh, employees or like, what are they? Uh And the girl said that and he was like, making a sandwich is beautiful and there's a science to it. And I was like, bro, it ain't no science at fucking Subway. It's true. It's true, Carmen. You got to get it. He's like, yeah. And this is the way you're supposed to face your condiments and you're supposed to put this on first. I'm like, okay, sandwich king. Subway makes their sandwiches upside down, though. Yeah. You know? Like it's that's just how they do it. This guy probably be at Subway flipping the fuck out. Like that's not the right way. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, why well, don't you open up a damn sandwich shop uh-huh. and face your pickles the right way? Yeah, face your pickles. Hey, you you facing your pickles? Uh, see your pickles see face, how dude. easy it would be to get a bunch of staff to do the same thing. As soon uh-huh. as you turn your back, they put them pickles the wrong way. That's right. <laughs> like, that's no, right. It's no way to control it. Yeah. But we were talking about. Um, you were talking about coffee, and uh, I was talking about the hotel visits I went on. And the mm-hmm. reason I brought that up is because one of the things that was discussed in that class was how a lot of these really nice hotels with, like, these expensive, that these millionaires and billionaires are staying at, the teacher was saying that they still have full butler service. Because mm-hmm. we we had to pick hotels and then say what was unique about them. One of the hotels was a full coffee service. Mm-hmm. So you have a guy who comes up, brings you your coffee. You get to pick which ones you want. He explains where it comes from, how mm-hmm. it was roasted. And it was like that hotel is starting to get a lot of business because people who love coffee, fucking mm-hmm. they're going there. Would, right. would you go to a place like that? Yeah, I think that, that would be a fun. You remember uh, when we were supposed to go to that bourbon tasting? Yeah. Uh, like if that was a bus. Yeah, that was a bus. But uh <laughs> we show up there and the dude that was supposed to give us our samples, he wasn't there. He just didn't show up. So no bourbon for us. Anyway, uh, if, if we could find something similar to that, but with a coffee man, Mm -hmm. I would love that. Carmen, that that's something I would, I would really, yeah, they have, they have, uh, hotels in different places in the world. They probably got a little service like that. A few amenities like that in Vegas. Maybe see what, uh, I could look up and find. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that's a crazy one. And then she was saying how some places, these really rich places, still have full butler services. Right. Where, like, a butler will come in and, like, massage you and all type of shit. Are butlers supposed to touch you? They still have full butler services. Do you remember watching Home Alone and it shows the butler, like, feeding him ice cream? Uh, was it Tim Curry? I'm not sure. Or of the name of the butler, but you remember the butler's feeding them ice cream and like on Home Alone, it's a scene in the movie where the butler's feeding them ice cream. I never saw the second one. Yeah. And the girl brings that up in class and the teacher was like, there are a lot of hotels like that that still exist. And mm-hmm. she was like, it gets really weird. She was like, pretty much you pay for a full service butler. They come mm-hmm. to your room and they are pretty much your slave and they do anything you ask them to do. Yeah. I think that the, uh, 
the Waldorf Astoria in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, that hotel, basically, whatever a guest asks for, they get. As long as it's not illegal, they right. get. It, it doesn't matter what it is. When I was working in Santa Monica, um, somebody called down and they said uh, they didn't have a phone charger. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, and I was a bellman, you know, young bellman and you know, Los Angeles. Young Kirk Bellman. Yeah. And they sent me to a Radio Shack. Radio Shack was still open back then. They sent me to a Radio Shack to buy him. I was like, I can't believe that this is my job to buy him a phone charger that the hotel paid for. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> and I am baffled at people who are that in their own fucking world that Mm -hmm. they can just walk in and be like, you take care of this, you take care of this. How about you, my slave for the day, you do what I tell you to do because I got money and you don't. Like, how do you feel okay with yourself, like, behaving like that or having a butler come in and then rubbing your feet and shit and feeding you your food? (laughs) And then you're like, okay, that's enough. That's enough. And then you don't even give him a tip because you paid for him. Technically, that's his tip. It's included in the room. Yeah. Oh, man. I couldn't imagine. I'd have to find myself a new job. I know. You'd be ready to fight after you didn't, like, clip this guy disgusting-ass toenails and then uh-huh. he'd give you, like, $3. Yeah. <laughs> Although, you know, being a maintenance man in a hotel, I got I got one $20 tip. I got a, a girl's uh, earring, diamond earring, out of, out of the uh, sink trap. And she gave me $20. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Looking at that $20, I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, man, this is the greatest day of my life. I was I talking to Latrice it. about that. I was like, I was talking to my mom about that. I was like, you're supposed to leave the hotel cleaning lady a mm-hmm. small tip. Right. And they actually have little, in the little pamphlets you get, sometimes there'll be a little envelope where you can leave a tip for housekeeping. Right. My mom was like. I don't ever look at the damn pamphlet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I didn't even know you're supposed to do that. Right. I'm like, most people don't. Mm-hmm. But you, I mean, it is something that is, a, it's a nice gesture. Right. They are cleaning up. Especially if you know you left a big ass fucking mess for them. Right. You could leave a little tip like, I'm sorry. I shit all over the toilet. It's doo-doo everywhere. Doo-doo everywhere. <laughs> Maybe I oh should my. leave a small tip for you. Yeah. I, me and a, uh, uh, a buddy of mine, we trashed a hotel room one time, and we didn't leave a tip. We had, <laughs> we had. They probably trashed y'all everywhere. Anyway. It just had stuff everywhere. I can't believe. I think we even flipped the beds over, but um, I feel I regret that one. <laughs> I regret that one. Now that you're older and everything, yeah, like that, because no, you realize like I didn't, that we didn't destroy uh, the place. But you know, a lady the, the, that don't barely speak English, right? Had to she come had to up go in there and, there and clean that. it, and you know, yeah, because you guys were assholes. Because we were mean, you know. It's for no other reason than just just why not do it. We did it just to do it. You know? Yeah, I mean that's how younger guys. Yeah, are. you're young and you're like, yeah, you know, you. It's like the third time i ever bought a hotel room you know like this is what you're supposed to do you know i hear stories about led zeppelin doing this you know what i mean <laughs> yeah like so that's funny because i just went to i went to breakfast the other day what was it uh i went to breakfast friday uh-huh. friday morning at uh our miss portland diner here right and i was about to leave and these four kids came in these four guys came in 
and they were standing behind me because they were at the booth, so I was at the bar. Mm-hmm. And they were standing there arguing about who was going to sit inside and who was going to sit on the outside. Right. And I was like, oh, my fucking God, dude. Kids are so fucking annoying. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like just to see that, how old I am now to it. Because I'm sure we've had those arguments sure. before being younger. The exact same thing. And just to watch it, it was just so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, these kids are, they were like, for a long while, the, the lady didn't know what to do. Like, she's like, right. they sit won't down. sit down. So yeah, I you got to sit them. down. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. So funny. Um, so I think we're getting close to wrapping this up, but before we do, I think we should talk about the big news. The big news. Yeah. You and I are no longer dating. No, we're not. We're done dating. That's it. But we're still going to do the podcast. We are. Right. <laughs> huh? Is that a good way to put it? Yeah, some, uh, somewhat. I mean, there's, there's no, uh, it, that's all true. Uh, me and Kirk are engaged. Right. We are planning on getting married. Sometime. Eventually. Yeah. Sometime soon. Um, yeah, excited about it. I had the whole, see, the, this whole Vegas, I had the whole wedding all planned out, Carmen. I had it all planned out. We're going to go to Vegas. We're going to hit these ween shows. You know, we're going to have a great time. And then we're going to get married at Taco Bell. There's a Taco Bell in Las Vegas with a chapel in it, you know? They give yeah. you a nice, they give you a you know, you know nice little area. You you order the thing, you get a nice T-shirt that says Mister and Mrs. Oh man, gonna be awesome! Oh, you and you get these uh, champagne glasses that say Live Moss on them. Mm-hmm. Oh, could you imagine putting that in a nice little display case? Uh, and you know you were all down for it, but then I think the realization of you walking down an aisle and photos of a taco bell logo behind our heads and you holding a bouquet made out of fire sauce packets <laughs> kind of uh spoiled that for you it was the fire sauce huh? bouquet the, that the, the fire sauce me. bouquet I, and then i read the food description and they said they give you a 12 pack of sauce they give you a 12 pack, pack and 12 of pack of cinnamon buns right you said uh, 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 i don't know kirk it, kirk i love you but that ain't that ain't working for us. Ah, we could okay. get married in a little chapel there, or if we do do the Taco Bell wedding thing, I'm just not inviting my dad to come see <laughs> that. Shit. Yeah, so uh, you know we kind of you know with that all planned, I, I, you know, I short fire away. But you know the shock wore off. I think is what it was because I asked you. I said, "Hey, will you marry me?" And you said, "Are you kidding? <laughs> Are you messing with me?" I said, "Are you fucking with me right yeah. now?" Yeah, and then uh, you told me, and I never realized that this, so when we, we spent a Christmas together, the Christmas was 2017, mm-hmm. was it? Was mm-hmm. that the year? Uh, 2017, um, we weren't supposed to get each other gifts, but we did anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got me a, a nice, a nice little backpack. Mm-hmm. I still use it every day. Nice little gray backpack. Oh, man, I love it. Um, and I got you a Zippo. Yep. And it was a nice flat black, you know, Zippo painted. Oh, it looks sick. Awesome looking Zippo. And I hand you the box and you're like, <gasps> you thought that I was going to propose to you then. Mm-hmm. 
and then you open it up and it's a Zippo. You I, w- was that a uh, were you kind of relieved or you upset that it wasn't? Did you I feel don't know. silly? I Did feel, you feel silly that I you felt, thought it was a ring and yeah, it wasn't? I was think that, that more was of the, the biggest emotion that I felt silly that uh-huh. I thought it was a ring and then it wasn't. But what do you expect to think it is when a boy gives you a fucking black box? Uh huh. But it wasn't even a, like a ring box though. It no, was, but but. I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I I don't know. You feel silly. Uh-huh. You feel a bunch of emotions. But yeah, I had to ask him like, "Uh, are you fucking with me?" And he was like, "No." Like I got the ring here. <laughs> like, oh. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Yeah. It was cute. I like that. Uh, you proposed right here in our house because. I don't like people looking at me. I don't want to make it a big fucking deal, and it's not. It's. It's for us and nobody else. Well, here's my plan. Um, I think that we should have a couple, like, public proposals. You know? Like, maybe we'll go to, like, a fancy <laughs> dinner, and I'll propose to you at the restaurant. Maybe we'll get, like, some free desserts out of it. You know? <laughs> like, you know, maybe we'll be at Dairy Queen, and I'll be like, will you marry me? And you'll be like, oh, yeah. Or you shut me down. You say no. And I'm like, oh. Well, can I get a? And then we can just can film. A, we can film all of them and put together. And like I'll be like, "Can I get a, you know, a medium Reese's cup blizzard, please?" And they'll be like, "This one's on the house," <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> right? Then what do you we think? then we make the news like yeah, couple, couple scamming cu- for ice cream. Couple scamming for ice cream, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think. Well, now that we're going to. Uh, be getting married and we're engaged right now. Mm-hmm. I think that it's time to revisit the question that I had some years ago. Um, I want to not work anymore and be a stay-at-home woman. Oh, you so want to be a stay-at-home woman. You want to be a housewife. Yeah. Huh? Oh, man, I was supposed to wear that shirt. Oh, I guess I could wear it tomorrow. Or uh, She got me a shirt. It's in a, it's a can in the size of a... In the PBR pattern can. of a PBR, and it says "trophy husband." Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, um, what uh, a trophy husband takes care of his wife while she yeah. sits at home? No, I don't think that that. That's what a trophy husband no, does. No, a trophy is something you display, you take pride in. You know, no. If I was, if I was a trophy husband, you'd be taking care of me. Yeah, you're probably right. Right. <laughs> so, um, you want to do nothing. Yeah. Well, I'm going to clean up the house and then right. I'll cook your meals. Well, and I'll I can rub it back honest, sometimes. To be honest, you uh you were a housewife for a couple months this, this last year. No, but that's not the huh? same. I still uh, made money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I still pay bills. Uh, well, I'm just saying, but you were here all the time. No, but I wanna, I wanna what an actual housewife is. I mean, you need to take care of me uh-huh. financially, financially, and then you give me an allowance. Yeah, you get the allowance every week. What happens whenever you spend the allowance, and I say you gotta wait till Tuesday? <laughs> huh? <laughs> How are you gonna feel then? I don't know. That's fucking weird. <laughs> I need more. Yeah, I need more. I need it. Well, I'm sorry. It's expensive. You're a grown woman. You should know how to spend your money. <laughs> you you got to manage that $300 for the uh-huh. week. If you go over right. it, then you just screwed. Exactly. That's and that's okay. to cover the groceries. Oh, no. Uh-huh. That's just spending money. You cover the groceries uh-huh. and everything. Yeah. 
But yep, that's pretty funny. Maybe, maybe one day, maybe one day we we'll be a trophy couple, and we will, neither one of us will have to work. That's the dream. Right? Once, yeah, once we get our little business started, we're gonna do get a little business well, that's started. All work. That's true. That's tons but of work. That's working for yourself though. Yeah. So that you can have days off. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I think this wraps everything up for today. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions, please go to Sweet Gravy pod at gmail.com also check us out on youtube and all the other streaming platforms that's, that's it? it yep okay thank you Bye bye